Hi, mi gente. Welcome to Let's Hablar podcast. We are your hosts. Today we have something very special. And again, and we, someone. <laughs> and someone very special, joining us. So first, I am Maye, and we also have... Clara. I'm Kai, and this is lovely... Hi, I'm T-Roy. I am the smoothest brother on your TV screen. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're watching it. <laughs> Unless you like you pushed it from your phone to your TV screen, you know, technology is a beautiful thing. Anyway, we're going to be having a different topic today. So we've done topics similar to this in the past, but this is going to be something about health. And Kai is going to start us off. So we're going to talk about breakups, healthy breakups, toxic breakups, breakups with um, partners, breakups with family members, jobs, all types of different breakups. Um, today is... Uh, different because we get to have the male perspective this time, um, Mm -hmm. which is always nice to have, right? We can only tell you the women's side, but today we actually get to have somebody speak on the male's perspective. Um, So I'm really excited to hear what T-Roy has to say on this topic. Um, Me and T-Roy have been friends for quite some time now, so I really respect his uh, thoughts and opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. life perspective for sure. So we're glad to have you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yes. So, of course, we always talk about relationships on this podcast. We've talked about dating apps. Um, As far as relationships and partners, right, um, do you think that it is a healthy thing when you break up with a partner to have, do the whole no contact? So if we break up, we're, whether it's a, you know, good good or bad thing, right? Do you think it's better to, like, hey, we can still stay friends, or do you think it's better to just be like, no, like, every, you're blocked on everything, we can't be friends, what do you think? Oh, I'm first. You first. You're our guest. Well, <laughs> I think every situation is different, but I can only speak from my personal experience, and I was told by my grandma at an early age that, you know, don't just throw anybody away. You guys had a friendship first. And so that's kind of how I move in life. When I break up with somebody, the small relationships that I had, when I break up with them, I remember that it was a friendship first. So me and no contact don't really work. Mind you, I'm not. you can't call me all the time and be right, like, right. still that thing. Me, yeah. Expect me to be your boyfriend when I'm not your boyfriend, and I don't mm-hmm. expect the same from you. Right. But a friendship, if you need me, I will be there as best as I'm able to. Because people move on, but as best as I can, I will answer your phone call. You never know what somebody is going through and what they need at that time, you know? Smart woman. So, but that is just my personal experience. And uh, it usually is on the choice of the other. I will be friends with somebody, but if they don't want to be friends with me, I respect it. So. Because I have heard from a lot of people that you cannot be friends with the next. So, uh, to me, I, I don't agree with that. I feel that you can be friends mm-hmm. um, unless it was a very toxic ending and Mm -hmm. it's not that you're completely throwing something away it's just like T-Roy says Mm -hmm. if you ever do need me and if I am able to be there for you whether it's just to pick up the phone and hear you vent about whatever it is or hey you know what I'm stranded whatever it may be even if it was toxic as a human being you can still be there for that person but I do believe that you can be friends. A lot of people don't. Oh, how can you be friends with the person you were intimate with? Right. And intimacy is not always just sexual, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you can share so many intimate moments with the person. But I honestly do feel that you can. Some people don't. Like, my mom's one of them. You can't be friends with the person you loved or you shared so mm-hmm. much with. I can. I, well, and there is levels. I mean, I don't think I could. I mean, I could totally be friends with an ex. I can, you know, but... If we're in like a DV situation, then probably not. Probably yeah, not yeah. going to be friends with you. No, but, no, no, yeah. you know, it if we're breaking depends. up because it didn't work out, it didn't work out. Yeah. It didn't work out. Yeah. But over here, no. <laughs> no. She's Hell no. I'm the. <laughs> I do think, like, to a certain extent, it depends on the circumstances, like T Roy said. But my definition of the circumstances is different. So, for example, my first, well, I guess second boyfriend ever, we never were intimate with each other. So, I could be friends with him. There was nothing ever physical. That's mm-hmm. fine. But I think that once you've been physical with that person, it's not a good idea to be friends. 
in a sense where like oh my car broke down I need your help because what happens when you're in a relationship with someone else you have to be considerate of how they feel they're probably going to think like well in Spanish donde hubo fuego cenizas quedan so where there was once fire ashes remain mm -hmm. that's not always true because you can be done a hundred percent I'm done with this person I won't, don't want them I'm not mm -hmm. romantically interested in them but that other person that you're with can feel differently they can feel like well there's like a little bit of a spark still there they can have that self-doubt of themselves for you and that to me is the part where I'm like I don't want to cause you any discomfort Yep, but I also feel that if you have that communication with your current partner, you know, they shouldn't have any doubts mm -hmm. because if you're open with them and say, hey, this is, this is how this ended, this is how this happened, and that person is sure of the love you have for them, they shouldn't have a problem with you helping someone or being there for someone when they know that you mean that to them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel... Because that's an insecurity within ourselves. It's not so much unless that person gave us a reason not to be secure about their feelings for us, then okay, I get that. But I feel that once you're in a relationship with someone, if they start having any kind of doubts uh, just because you're going to go help an ex, I totally respect people's opinions, don't get me wrong, but I don't understand that because I feel that if you're secure with yourself and the, the relationship you have with that person, you shouldn't feel uncomfortable if they're going to go help change a flat tire or if they're, you know, or come with me, right. yeah. you know, come with me and we'll give them a ride, you know, and, and I have that respect for you to include you in this because you're part of me now. Come with me to go help this friend who needs their tire changed or give them a ride somewhere. But I feel that in that case, if they do have that sense of insecurity, either you gave them a reason to feel insecure or they're just still hurt and damaged from a previous relationship to where they can't trust themselves or you. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I don't, I don't feel like it has to be someone like the other person who has the ex that gave them a reason. Because what if that person's completely done but their ex isn't and wants them back? So then you're you're allow you're entertaining someone who's not done. They are, themselves are not done. And your partner is having to deal with the fact that you're entertaining them. So that's just the thing. But if there's kids involved, it's different. If yeah. you have no children involved, I don't see a point as to why you would maintain I think, I think contact. A boundary just has to be set. I think a boundary just has to be set. Yeah, like for I, sure. Like even like my exes or whatever, they're still my friends. But if they would cross that, if I'm with somebody and they would right. cross that line, then we have we cannot do this anymore. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? But I right. think it goes yeah. down to discipline. And if I was on the opposite side of that and I was entertaining the ex in a more, you know, serious way, mm -hmm. and my girl find out then she should leave me because then clearly I'm not ready for what we have. Mm -hmm. And that's that's my loss, not hers. Mm -hmm. She'll find somebody else who is ready for that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is how I move in life. I'm just like, if my girl had an ex and she was friends with somebody who she met 10 years prior to me, that's her friend, that's her friend. If she goes and do something outside of our relationship with that friend, that's her loss. I'm too valuable to lose. Mm -hmm. What am I upset for? Maturity. God showed me something early enough to know Move on, yeah, brother. Yeah. Hey, somebody out there for me. But, you know, that's just how I move. I don't take stuff too personal because we're all human. Mm -hmm. But I just keep moving. I'm a walking blessing. See, but when you move on, yeah. then move on, right? Don't have any think, of that but I think the from the past. I think, like Tira was saying, there's maturity in that. There's respect in that. There's boundaries in that because, like, when I'm in a relationship, my loyalty is deep. Like, can nobody come in between what me and I, that person? I don't care what we had in the past. Mm -hmm. I could have loved you to to fault, right? But the moment I say, "Yo, it's me and you, we rocking," like it, it's me and you, my focus is right there. But I could still be friends with everybody that I had a relationship with, that I had a situation, any any all that. That's all. To, in the past we're going to move forward as friends and we're going to have a respectful friendship and if my man's feeling a certain way we're going to have a conversation about it and okay so like that's come up and i've said like yo you want to go like let's go sit down we can have a conversation just know that my friends are still going to be my friends because that's the type of person i am i don't cut people off it's it takes a lot for me to cut people off we know we've had this conversation um and sometimes it's a fault, but I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, 
my partner is feeling insecure, not because of anything I did, but now my friendship with somebody, let, let something happen to them and, and I have that on my heart, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. That's a conversation we're going to have, me and you as a partner, and if you still have an issue with it, then... It's your issue, not I'm, mine. I don't know what to tell you. Right. The beginning, yeah. Right. But, I mean, I also see it, for, see it from the other side, too. You know what I mean? I don't want to play, like, very one-sided in anything. I uh -huh. also try to understand what my partner is going through. And, yes, it's uh -huh. a conversation, you uh -huh. know? If it really bothers her to that much, and I will have a friend with my friend, like, look, this is what I have to do, uh -huh. unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully, and that friend should also respect that. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, we all just want to be happy. Right. We yeah. all just trying something. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For me, I don't know. Uh, we had this conversation briefly when we did the dating apps episode. Because I said, for me, I just don't see why you should have anything to do with someone in the past. If there was, like, if it's just a friendship and it was nothing romantic, sure, go ahead. What's romantic? But romantic will mean, it, it, that's, everybody's interpretation is different, right? Because what may be romance for her is not romance to me. But... It depends on the circumstance a lot when it comes to what romance is. And for me, I just rather not have anything to do with it because if it does not benefit anyone, then I don't see why you should have that relationship. Do you see romantically, romantically in love? Sorry, T. Roy. No. Do you see romantically in, involved uh, as a physical relationship, like where there was physical intimacy? Is that why you feel like it no. makes it harder? Or is it more like because you guys shared... You know, I don't know, because like I said before, to me, intimacy can be on so many levels. It could be, hey, you know what, let's come over and watch a movie. Hey, let's talk about how's your mom. How There's so many levels of intimacy. Um, it's not always physical. However, for a lot of us, the physical touch, the physical, being physical, sexually, whatever it may be, that's a deeper connection for a lot of people. No, so, for me, it's more the emotional bond. Like, yeah. if we've had talks about the future, talks about the future, yeah, yeah, what yeah. your future okay. may look like, that to me is so more that's important. that's a romantic type of environment for me. with you. Yeah. For me. Okay. And I'm like, I'd rather not, because I don't want to think of the fact that none of that's going to happen. I'd just rather move on to my new future instead of looking at my past. That's just me. Mm -hmm. But I also, in that episode, talked about how I don't wish anyone wrong. I wish you well. Mm -hmm. I wish you success. I wish you love and happiness, good health. Certain... Oh, you said go to hell? No, good <laughs> health. Go to hell for the people that, like, that ghost you. Go to hell, all y'all. No, just kidding. Chip a tooth. But um, that's just, <laughs> yeah, get explosive diarrhea and just, okay, so whatever. Hold on, real quick, real quick. Yes. Because I think about stuff like this. On that perspective, what if you are, you had a significant person, right? You dated somebody very seriously. You decide to open a business together. Oh, my goodness. We work better as business partners than we actually do relationship. Let's cut that part out. But let's move on and find other people who would like to date us. But we're still business partners. How was that looked upon? I wouldn't even get into business with a person that I'm romantically with. I wouldn't. Because I've seen some shady shit happen. I used to work in shipping. And the woman owned a shipping center. Her husband started to work for the business. He was taking the checks from the register without her knowledge. And when she found out, she accused all the staff of having gone into the register and when she reviewed the cameras after I mentioned that her husband had come the day before for the checks, yeah. the business closed quick. She let everybody go, gave us all our severance, and the business was closed. So, you wouldn't date so I wouldn't, like I wouldn't get into business with someone who I'm romantically involved with, because I rather business is business, mm -hmm. family is different, and relationships are different. This is like, like, so this, if this morphs into a business, podcasting and things like that, we all have a difference of opinion. That's what makes this work out, right? Because her opinion is different from mine. My opinion is different from my cousin's. And our guest's oh opinion is different from all of us. Yeah. 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 So it's different because she is like family. And that is my cousin. I have to deal with her and she has to deal with me. But this is commentary. None of this is based in facts. This is how we feel, how we I think. Every fact comes out I of think facts. Oh, girl, I you know is girl. a liar. <laughs> Mentirosa. <laughs> All like, I speak is facts. No, <laughs> you speak facts to how you feel. But 
I feel like we would all be studied by a psychologist if he yeah. actually had the opportunity. Well, after so many years of therapy, I think I win. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just I me. And like, I wouldn't get into business with a romantic partner. partner. I wouldn't. Because I've seen how... You wouldn't that. date a man who is has a business partner with an ex. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't. Why? Well, he offers you everything that you want. I can get it, I can get it myself. See, okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, no. They, they, they have not been together for 10 years, but they went into business together because, you know, they were married. Okay, listen, listen. And they're still, like, no. they're still cordial in that aspect. My, Isn't that my, the same thing as a person with a child? Yeah. Their business is their child now. Right. But it is different, though. Why? Because right. a children is... Something that unifies two people for life. You can't, you can't sever the blood from the child to separate those two people. With a business, you can say, you know what, things didn't work out. I don't want to be in I'll business you with you anymore. I'll buy you out. You can't say that with a kid. You can say that with a business. Well, you can't. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can't. Be like, I'll go my rights over here. But you can't. You can't. It's not like you can't give you money to be like. Sign your rice over, I'll pay you 10 so, grand. Okay. Like, no. So, you wouldn't even get okay. So, okay. So, you wouldn't even get okay, so you wouldn't even do it. But I, I, okay, but what it, listen, listen. Because my view has changed a lot. And I think we've talked about this. So, my view has changed a lot. And I've been really working on, yes, we, we all know. We have the capability of getting everything on your own. Sorry, whatever. We all know this. We all know that as women, we can work and we can make just as much money as men. We know this, right? We can do what men can do, all this, all of that, whatever. Okay, whatever. We know. We know. We know women are independent. We know all that, okay? But then we get mad at men for doing nothing. We're mad. Like, you're, you're a man, right? But how are we going to get mad when we're sitting here saying, "I don't need you. I can do it myself." Well, why are they going to do? Why are they going to do for us if we're sitting there telling them, "I don't need you"? They don't. Right. You don't need them. No, but you want them to take initiative to do certain things. But to his point, when he said he's got everything that he can give you, he doesn't right. need to give me anything. I don't but need him to. But he does. He does. He does. He does because we do need men. We do need men. And men need us. We do need men. It's a balance. Exactly. We need his firm. The point is, is I've taken a lot of opinions from a lot of good men. A lot of men who have a lot of maturity. You know, not the ones I date, but, you know, a lot of men with maturity and actually have good heads on their shoulders. And they're like, man, all these women keep saying, we don't need you, we don't need you, we don't need you, but then are mad that... Men are like, all right, cool, I'm going to chill. So you're mad for what? The thing is, like, I feel like there's a difference between I need you and I want you. Oh, yeah, that is a great And when you... But we're not saying that. We're not saying, like, okay, yeah, cool. I can get it if you can't. It's cool. But let me show you that, like, okay, cool, we're in it together. So, cool, yeah, you've gotten dinner the last three nights. Cool. Like, I know that you can get dinner every night of the week, but... I want to do this for you, too. I want to do for you, too. See, but that's what the difference is, is that when it comes to the person wanting to do something, right, you're with that person. You don't need them to finance you. Because at the end of the day, if they get a uh, fucked up back or they get seriously ill, mm -hmm. you need to be able to hold down the household because he to? can't. But women are not going to. They're going to be like, that's oh, not true. That's not man. true because there's majority of women. For example, they did a study. Majority of women are not going to hold their man down. So, for example, cooking con Omi. She's on cooking con Omi. She's a Puerto Rican chef. They like her because her, her food is delicious. Like it has all kinds of different food. Um, and she, her husband got ill with a with a severe illness. She was staying at home with the kids. They had three boys. Mm -hmm. She had to figure out how to provide mm -hmm. for her house. Mm -hmm. And she didn't sit there and be like, well, uh, I can't do it because I got the three kids that I need to think about and now him. She went and she started to make her money and she provided for the house. I'm not saying so there's she, not women who aren't going to. But I'm just saying we're so, in a society that's very... We clearly, we both need each other. So maybe step back a little bit and not to be, be so like 
It's not hostility. It's like I don't see how me being able to work and me being strong about the fact that I can work and that I can do these do these things makes me high maintenance or makes me difficult. And a lot of men choose to use the fact that a woman is independent, that she can work hard, that she's believing in herself, that you she can purchase these on things her on her own as she's difficult or high maintenance. A study showed that that's what they consider a woman to be difficult when they're independent. So do you need a man? No. Do you want one to comp to share life with, to create a life with, sure. You should want that for each other. Even like Chris Rock, he said, relationships are not hard, which I don't agree with. Yeah, don't but agree he either. said it's not hard when two people are working at it together. Yeah, right. But when one person is working by themselves, it's like lifting up a couch. It's right easier with two people both doing it but when you're lifting it by yourself that's what makes it hard yeah. so i feel like that's what relationships are like can i, inter can I inter just not inter interact a little quick i think we're talking about two different things loki um but all in the same kind of like mm -hmm. context um so i would say humans need connection mm -hmm. right from something from somebody um a lot of pronouns being thrown out but we all need connection of some sort so yes as humans we need each other to make this thing keep going, mm -hmm. right? But also in context, when I think of individually, mm -hmm. for me, I don't think we need each other. We don't need somebody. I think we want for somebody. Because mm -hmm. the moment you need for something, you become desperate. And then you accept anything that is thrown at you, mm -hmm. right? I don't want a woman to need for me for nothing. Right. I want her to be on her own. Because right. then I can just come in and just help and build all of that. We can build that together. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need to be here spending my time with you, I choose and I want to be here because mm -hmm. how you make me feel, the things we do together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to say that for my... <laughs> no, no, that's true. That's what I'm saying. That's saying. I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. her point in the sense of wanting versus needing. I get yes. that. But in, in, when we use the word need, we do need each other for a lot of other things. It's not so much for the purpose of making us or turning us into who and what we are because we don't need that from each other it, it's it we want that companionship we want that from the other person so I get her perspective but the word need does come into play because at the end of the day De depending on the circumstances we do need of each other we you know to balance the universe out I think if that's the way we're going to see it goes back to the whole spirituality thing we're all energy forces we're all spiritual beings so at the end of the day we need of each other's energy so her perspective I understand it's more like I want you to be a part of my life I want you you know I choose to be with you I right, choose to right, give right. you that option of coming into my life and I'll allow you to give this to me and I'll give this part of me to you do you know what I mean so but I mean, we do honestly. In reality, we do need of each other to balance each I'm other saying, out. We need each other to procreate. Well, mean. yes, and yes, and no. They are making. They are making. They are making like people who aren't even real. Scary. Technology is a heck of a thing, <laughs> but it's a heck of a thing. So. Yeah, I mean, we saw that lady on the plane where she's like, he's not real. Oh. <laughs> Man. Like, ma'am, he was 100% real, but you were on something. Like, it's just. <laughs> but yeah, that's, 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 that's my thing. She was. But I think that that has, when you're talking about healthy relationships and healthy breakups. Yeah. You don't need someone who will bring you out of your character in your life. I yeah. feel like that's the main thing that people need to take away because if you've brought, if you know that I'm not the type of person who likes to raise my voice, so <laughs> again, like wanting someone's company, I think is different. But when that person brings you out of character, they make you go way out of what your normal personality is. Yeah. That's when I think that it's you cut ties. That's all together. Go back to even like friendships. I don't allow people to get me out of my comfort zone of what my emotions are. Like I remember hanging up with my dad and I don't hang up on anybody. I told him bye. I don't hang up on anybody. But he called me. He was just talking all negative like I'm doing bad, son. And then I said, hold on. I don't want that energy. 
So I'm not going to accept it. You call me back when you're feeling better. He was like, no, I'm like, but no, you call me back when you feel better. Mm -hmm. He said, all right. Call me a few days later. I'm like, how you doing? So I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I said, good. Now let's yeah. talk. You know, because I refuse to accept that energy from anybody. To get me out of my comfort zone, I don't want it. It also goes back into acting, too, when uh, being vulnerable. Sometimes it's hard for me to even get vulnerable when I'm acting. And my acting teacher would tell me, we need you to get go even more deeper. You know, and sometimes it's hard for me because I just don't do that every day. Because you have to find that spot when yeah, you're acting. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can get there for sure, but he was like, we just want you to go even more deeper. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. how deep you want me to get? Yeah. It hurts because, like, they want you to find that connection that gets yeah. you deeper than what you can give. And they tried to do that. I studied acting, too. And so for my teacher, he was trying to get me to go deeper than what I was, and I wasn't ready to go there. Mm -hmm. Back to the relationships and no contact, I've been seeing a lot lately... Um, because social media is very influential in the sense of what you can get your ears and eyes to, you know. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of uh, people coming out talking about generational traumas and mm -hmm. stuff like that and going no contact with parents. Now, um, you did say something. I don't remember if it was recording or not when you said your grandma, if I may say this, that your grandma said we don't throw anything away, you know. Um, and it's true. I've heard a lot where we don't throw away nothing that's broken we try to fix it however I also see it this way when something is shattered you can't fix it when something's broken you can you can put it together there's going to be pieces mm -hmm. here missing in there but when it's completely shattered it's, it's like porcelain you're going to have to there's you don't, no way you can put it back so I feel that when it gets to that point no matter how hard you try in any kind of relationship, whether it's with your marriage, with your mom, with your brother, anybody, you can't put it together. So it's not that you're throwing it away. You're just going to have to, like, put it aside or not let it bother you or not or put it in a way where it's not getting in your way, you know, because you still can't. Yeah. And it goes back to how we were talking, you know, we're all to me, we're all energy beings. We're all spiritual beings. We're all connected some way, somehow. The universe always, there is no coincidences to me. So we all have to be a part of each other's life for some reason, one way or another. And if it gets to the point where we do have to go no contact with someone, it is for our emotional, I guess, our emotional well-being and mental state to where we can be okay even though it's going to hurt of course because you know you have love and you love that person and that person meant something to you you have to eventually learn how to let go and if it's something that's meant to be in the future hey you know what okay I forgive you or I forgive myself for allowing you to get me to this low point or, you know, because it's hard, especially with family. Yeah. I feel that when it comes to family, it's the hardest thing you can ever do. Right. I mean, I'm speaking for myself. I can't speak for anybody else, but at least for me, I can't think of going no contact. And then again, going back to these videos I've seen where it's generational traumas, you got to kind of cut it here and, oh, raise your kids gentle parenting. And so, no, my kids, my kids are... Thugs, gangsters, no. there's no such thing as gender. Yeah, no. I, so my point is that, like, I can't, I can still be friends, I feel, mm -hmm. in any kind of relationship, unless you really did do me dirty or did something to my family or my kids or something. But other than that, going back to the boundaries, if you do have a significant other and you set those boundaries, but this other person, like Maya said earlier, you know, you'll make them uncomfortable. If they're not understanding and they are trying to get back with you or trying to, you know, just slither their way in. It's like, okay, you know what? I, I'll be your friend, but I can't, I can't be your friend if you're right. going to do this, period. You know, right. cut them out, and that's it. Because you need to be in a state where you're happy, you're vibrating high, and nothing but light. You know, we don't need no darkness over here. No darkness over here. But I also think the term family, like, is... It's a little complex for a lot of people yeah. because we have family members that we grew up with and that we have a connection with and a bond with that you feel deeply connected to but then you have which could be families that have been distant and they suddenly come into your life and they do something that you're not going to tolerate and that you know that hurts someone else in your family and you you can easily cut ties with them mm -hmm. i've done it 
I had to that same uncle that we had that passed away. This person talked poorly about the person who I saw as a second father. How are you going to come at me and tell me these things about him? No, I barely know you. I can easily get you out of my life because you're trying to get me out of my character mm-hmm. to someone who's passed. So that's where I can, for me, I think like when they're someone that you have no connection with and they're barely entering into your circle, even if they're biologically, you know, attached to you, it's easy to be like, look, we can be distant. I wish yeah. you well. I wish you happiness and good health, but I do not need to be around you. And that's where for your health and for your sanity, you can go ahead and just be different. Be distant. Mm-hmm. So have you guys ever had to break up with a job? Yes. <laughs> I never really <laughs> had a job I cared enough about. So I don't know. I, I, every job that I've had thus far in my life that didn't deal with art... I never really cared for anyway, so it was no connection for me. It's like once I left, it was goodbye. <laughs> I don't. I, I feel like I was overvalued at all the places that I were at. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't care. Mm-hmm. Bye. Job I was getting paid for, but it was at so at the college that I went to back then they had like for additional credits you could choose a job at within the the theater group. So you could do wardrobe lights, mm-hmm. actual building of the sets and stuff like that, props. And I at first got assigned to wardrobe. Nah, I couldn't handle it because of certain people that were there. They were disrespectful to a lot of the women that were there, and I'm not going to be disrespected. So I was like, nope, I'm not. I quit wardrobe, and next semester I'll do something different. And so I went to lights and cameras and all that stuff. So I did a lot of the programming for, you know, cue this this particular lighting for this scene, and I would put in the props. So that I enjoyed more, and I felt a little bit more because fulfilled. Because it was a different group of people that were involved in that, or was it like a less? It was, like how there was five people okay. in that particular division, but none of them were disrespectful. Mm-hmm. If anything, they're like, hey, do you need help with, with this particular lighting? Because I could see that you're kind of struggling, and they would help each other out. Yeah, versus, more of a team effort. Yeah, versus them being like, oh, no, nah, you can sew this skirt. I'm not doing it, but you are in the, the group. I'm not doing it for you. Like, I've already got ten other things that I have to do for props and stuff like that, and you're telling me I have to do your work on top of it? No. Or where they would lock, they locked up one girl, in the old dressing room that had no lights, and they left her there for 30 minutes because they thought that it was funny. I'm like, Do you ever have to break up with the job? <laughs> I've broken up with a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which man. one was the one that impacted you the most or has had, like, um, like a negative? Well, so um, when I worked at the group home, it had it wasn't like it wasn't a bad like breakup but I didn't I wasn't making enough money I couldn't I'm like man I can't afford to stay here but I loved that job that job was 100% my passion and I sat in the parking lot I worked it was like down the street from my house Mm -hmm. and I cried I sat in the parking lot and cried before I went home because it was I didn't want to leave I loved working with the kids it was my favorite job, mm-hmm. um, but I couldn't live on minimum wage. I yeah. was like, I can't do it. And I was part-time, so I was like, I, I just, I can't. And I had a job offer for the county full-time. So I'm like, how Yeah, you have how to do I compete, yeah. you know? So it sucks. But that it secured my the direction I wanted to go for my career, for sure. So it had most of a positive impact. Yeah. By you breaking up with that specific job mm-hmm. because it showed you where you would be mm-hmm. comfortable in the future. 100%. For something else. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was the, the biggest impact. That's good. I've never really broken up. I let them break up with me. <laughs> Just like in life, yeah. everybody breaks up with me. You've never broken up with yeah. anybody? Uh, you know what? Yes, I did. I'm lying. I was 12, but to me, it, I mean, it counts, but it doesn't She's count. Been married for like 20 years. I've been married for 24 years. Congratulations. Been with 24 years. There's good times and bad times. Y'all should not get married. I tell everybody not to get married. I tell everybody don't have kids, but if you must, have at least one so you can have your bloodline and.
No, I wanted no. six. No, I out. wanted six. No. Once I had my first one, I'm like maybe cool. two. And that's it. Yes, I'm going to tell you because kids are beautiful. A large family is beautiful. But I'm going to tell you my thoughts. If you do want a big family, you need to start young. And times need to be different. They need to be how they used to be before. Because it is an ugly world out there. It's always been an ugly world. I'm not saying it just now started. No, by any means. (laughs) But... With the way the world is heading now, I do not recommend anybody having children. Um, And if you do, if you must have one or two at the most, why? Because you are not going to be able, and I'm just speaking for what I see and my own experience, you're not going to be able to give 100% to your kids. I mean, we never have been because we've always had to work or whatnot, but... 100% emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially. It's all just getting harder and harder and harder. So I feel that, um, and I don't mean this in a bad way. If you have to get married, get married. If it's something that you feel that that your soul needs, do it. But as a person who's been married for 24 years, I don't recommend. I don't recommend because, again... Marriage is not 50-50. It's 100-100. And there's going to be times where one of us gives 20%, the other one gives the 80, one of us gives 99, the other one only has 1%. But when you get to a point where it's always one of you giving more than the other, it's exhausting. And love, just like, you know, you have to literally be in love, not just love someone Mm -hmm. deeply. or You have to be in love. And then try to figure out what's going on. Because if the other person's not matching your energy and not trying as hard as you are, because just because they're not giving 100% doesn't mean they're not trying. See, mm-hmm. there's a difference where people, but if you see that they are trying, they just can't get to that level. Mm-hmm. You at least know they're trying. But when you don't see that they're trying yeah. or they're the type that, okay, I'll do good for two, three days. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, things are getting better. I'm fine. I'm going to get away with it. It just, no. You got to, love is something that you choose to do. It's not an emotion. I've learned that after so many years. I've heard that love, a lot Love lately. is a verb. Love, uh, I've heard that a lot. Love is a verb, man. I heard that in, um, what book was that? It was what book I'll be, I'll be reading books. But they say, you know, like, love is a verb. And when you make it a verb, it changes your perspective on love. Mm-hmm. And, how you, and how you love someone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something to think about. Yes, it is. Something but to marriage, I, I would like to get married. I mean, I, hearing you, but yeah, I would love. Do, I mean, I, encur- I encourage people to. I tell people don't do it, but I'm not saying, oh, you cannot. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just telling you don't do it because to me, marriage doesn't make you. Yeah, marriage does not make you so if you can if you consider marriage just having like a spiritual bond and having your family and loved ones come and witness that commitment to each other do it because it can be a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. to me marriage is more of a the way I see it it's the whole political side of it Mm -hmm. you don't need to sign a piece of paper Mm -hmm. to get married a lot of people need that you know a ring Mm -hmm. what does a ring do Nothing. It, to me, it means nothing. It, to me, it means nothing. If you're talking you to somebody who loves glitter, yeah, I need a ring. Glitter? <laughs> I need a ring. Glitter. I need a ring. Uh, I'll tell you something. The ring, to me, it, it, it's, um, yeah, it, it is a symbol, but just like anything, it, it, it just, yeah. it's it's what it's the, what you right. it's the meaning you give to it. Does that make sense? Your man, the ring on. Word. People do be cheating with their rings on, and then sometimes all they do is just flip it on the other side and no, be like, no. Be doing that. no, I know, but I'm saying, trust me, I. My point is, to me, the ring the ring means nothing. Only what the value you give to it. You know, so if you know with your partner that having a ring means something to them and you choose to give it to them, hey, more power to you. So, yes. what about the thought of, like, making someone your girlfriend? Wouldn't that kind of be the same kind of thing? As far as, like... like, a commitment? Yeah. Yeah, because commitment's commitment. I I, I truly feel 
that we are more worried about titles than the actual being together in this relationship. Yes. I think, and I, that's, think and that's my I get girls all the time. I just want to be your girlfriend. Like, but I mean, what's wrong with just being us what we are now instead of just putting a title on it? I don't not dating anybody else, but you. Look you like, can be. You can be my girlfriend, but I don't have a title for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's. But see, again, for a lot of people, that's what I, I'm trying to get at. For a lot of people, and I have to try to understand that myself. That means something. Yeah. So if you are going to be with somebody that has that perspective, like, hey, I need the ring. To me, the ring means nothing because you can have a ring and still cheat on me. You can, you know, you can have that piece of paper signed and still cheat on me and go and have a whole other family somewhere else. So that means nothing to me. It's your commitment, your love to me that matters the most. So, so how, how, to your point, when you said the girlfriend title, like, why do, we, why do you need the title? How do you introduce them to your friends and your family? This is my T-Roy. <laughs> like, what, like, this is my, this is my whole life. Like, nah, like, my T-Roy, and they're going to be like, uh. I think that's happened before. I think they need to say that. That's funny. That's my T-Roy. You did when you walked in. Yeah. T-Roy. So, like, but, do you introduce them to your family members as, this is just my person? This is my person. That's a nice way. And if I'm introducing to my family, it already means something in this Yeah, that, yeah. Not always. Not always. Right, not always, but, but I, I don't know, man, this whole title thing, and that's why I've been single for a long time, but I've also been in commitments with people. Like, so are you single because you choose not to give someone a title and they want it, or why are you single? Well, I'm, well, I'm single by choice, more than more importantly, I'm single point, by yeah. choice. But the reason I haven't had a girlfriend in over like 12 years is because I haven't given someone that title. But I've dated exclusively many times. You've dated exclusively, but do you feel that there's a specific type of person that, if there's a specific type of girl that will... Be deserving of the title of girlfriend. Yeah. Is that why you haven't given it to someone? Uh, when, when that time happens, that when it happens, I will know. So just because you date exclusively, does it mean they are deserving of that title of girlfriend? Honestly, I could have gave them the title, but I just didn't do it at that time. Because you didn't feel like that title mattered. I think more, more importantly, it's just me being st uh, like stability-wise with myself mm -hmm. and what I was doing. So like, Important. I'm a type of person that understands that. The biggest flaw with me when dating women, I get this all the time, is my time. Mm -hmm. My time usually goes towards my career yeah. and everything else I got to do. So women tend to fall off me because I'm not giving them enough of me, which is just my time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's the most valuable thing you yes. actually do have. So the, the girlfriend thing is like, well, I'm doing this real, so let me figure this out and we can come back to this later. Yeah. But I am only dating you, it's just my time is all over here. Mm -hmm. So I could put you my girlfriend, but I'm going to wait this out. I don't know. And then usually it's a breakup and it's like, well, hey. See, I have and I also don't want to give everybody the girlfriend title. Right. Yeah, because not everybody, yeah. See, I had that question from a friend where he said, how are you going to be in a relationship and then have your full-time job on top of something that you're trying to make into a career um, and then have a relationship all a mix? Like, how are you going to do all those things? I'm like, schedule it. <laughs> like I've and always I been, but she got upset. But that's like a conversation, yeah. right? But that's a conversation you gotta have. Like you gotta have that conversation. Be like, look, I can tell you good morning, and then you may not hear from me probably for about a couple hours. But just know that I'm busy. Mm -hmm. And if I say, hey, I just got done doing this. How's your day going? Don't be mad because I at least I said, look, I just got done doing this. How's your day going? But some people, and not just women, some men too, are like, well, you haven't messaged me yes. all day. Oh you ain't gosh. putting in the energy that I'm putting in. And like, first of all, I, you knew I was busy. Like, I told you I had this and this going on. So you, if you know I'm busy, why are you going to get mad at me when you know I'm busy? I will get in touch with you when I have a moment. But some people just get well, so bad. I have to say about that. I've also come to realize that some people just need more than others for yeah. different things. Yeah, I, that's true. A lot of us are more needy. But my point, going back to that whole I'm busy thing, <laughs> this is something that to me makes a lot of sense. You're never too busy for what matters. So even if you go pee or if you turn around for two seconds, you can be like, hey, I'm good. I'm going to start this, blah, blah, blah. Hi, how are you? Did you eat? something when that person really matters to you 
you will find and make time. But when, Why? But what happens if that's not enough? Then that's not your fault. It's not on you. It's on us who feel that it's not enough. And if it's on us, like, because I'm speaking for as someone who always tries to make time. Yes, yeah. life gets in the way. Yes, yeah. it does. I totally get that. I'm a mother of four boys. Mm. I work. I have mm. a freaking dog. Mm. <laughs> I'm so. You know. Have another one. Just so you know, he's 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 acting the fool right he's now. He's loving my tones. He's playing with this toy over here. Um, he does. Yes. And so my point is that that yes, I am busy. I work. I come home. I'm my house is chaos. But I'll make time if I'm cooking. Oh, how are you guys? Are you guys okay? So, Sometimes if someone, especially if they text me and I just my day got so busy. I'm sorry. I gotta make time. Sorry, I've been really busy. Like. Maya said, hey, good morning. And then later on, hey, yeah. you know what? I've been busy, but I'm good, blah, blah, blah. Have a good day. I'll talk to you later. My Make biggest, the time for those that matter. And if it's not enough, then it's not on you. Yeah. My biggest things have always been the, the bare minimum is at least good morning, good night. I don't care. what you, you, I go to bed hecka early, but I don't care if it's like 2 o'clock in the morning and you're just getting home and you're going to sleep and you know I'm asleep. I'm not waking up to that text message. So text me goodnight, and I'm going to see it when I wake up in the morning. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. They got home. They went They're to bed. Mm -hmm. They're good. I'm cool. Yeah. Good morning, goodnight. And I'm, I'm in that process of, like, not being so, like, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll look for you. Like, if I, if, hey, how are you? Did you eat? How's your day? And there's, like, no response for hours. The next morning, I'll still be like, hey, good morning. And then after that, there's no, did you already eat? Okay, fine. So then I give up. Yeah. I'm giving you two or three yeah. chances after that. I don't hear... Obviously, you don't care about me because right. you could have made time. And then two, three days later, you'll respond and be like, oh, I was busy. You know, the girls did this or I was... My job... Did, you have to take a shit somewhere somehow and you take your phone <laughs> to watch TikTok. So you saw my messages. You could have been like... You saw my messages. You could have been like... I told you I don't like taking my phone to the bathroom, Clara. You should. Because you need to listen to music. That's weird. Uh, that you don't take the phone. You gotta take. You don't take but it. I do. I'm a great responder, though. I'm a great responder. Yeah. The hitting up first thing. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'll be like, oh, damn, I forgot. But yeah, you don't ever hit nobody up. I'm a great responder. Oh no! Though. Every once yeah. in a while, you're yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, I'm coming, Kelly." I'm like, "I'm checking in. I'll check in. I'll try to check in." Check yeah, yeah. I like yeah. to check in, but I'm a great responder. This one over here texts like two days later. No. <laughs> she responds to me. Because you bug. But. <laughs> See, there's a couple people I harass. Yeah. I'm going to harass you. I'm, I'm one of those that she'll harass. No, I text you back pretty quickly. The, the people that I won't text back pretty quickly are usually the people yeah. that I don't. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> are usually the people that I feel like. Don't deserve your time. No, just that, like, I don't know how to respond to their text. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty good at responding. I don't know how to, like, what do I, how do I even respond to that? Or I'll just leave it alone. You know what I, I have? My problem. Me. See, I'm the type that I think I text you back. And you don't. And I don't. I so, I, uh, that's me. I'll be like, oh. Like, she'll, I, huh, I text her. I'm the one that texts, like, two, three days. Oh, I gotta do this real quick. I'll call you back. And, like, so, you know, like, three days later, I didn't call you back. And I'm like, I gotta see you I'm gonna break up with you. Healthy break up. Get back together with you later. I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna call her back. And then I, my kids, mom this, mom that, that. And it's like, oh. And then next thing you know, I'm like, what was I supposed to do? What was I supposed to do? And then I'll see, like, her name, and I'll be like, Oh my god, I'm supposed to text her back. I'm so sorry. My, I did this. I thought I would. In my head, I called you back. In my head, I messaged you back. But I had to cook a meal. I had to help with homework. Oh I had to, you know, uh, football practice. And then I get off of work late. So I, you know, I don't get off of work till after six o'clock. And then I go straight to my son's football practice. And then sometimes after that, we don't get out till eight. So I have no excuses. You work, I just, work, you work like, meh. You know, you're just busy. My bad. Um, if I can interject, if I can interject just a quick second, I just want to ask a simple question, right? Okay. For, uh, for each of you. Um, Ooh, for each of us. I yeah, guess. it's, it's, it's a simple question, man. Just, what is your motivation to get up every morning? Like to get out of bed. What is your motivation? 
I think my motivation is to prove that I can better myself each day. That's my motivation. I want to prove to myself that I can better myself each day instead of wallowing in what a, in what I don't like about myself, that I can better myself each day. So what I have been doing for the past, like, I want to say six months is when I wake up in the morning, I, of course, like anyone, rub my eyes, kind of get myself awake, go get a water, come back, sit down, and I open my mantra app and I read my mantra and I look at myself and I pick one thing that I like about myself each morning. So wow, that's what I've been that's doing. That's awesome. That's a good so idea. I want to prove to myself that I can continue to find something that I like about myself. Yeah. yeah. So that way we have tons of nieces and nephews. And I feel like if I can show them by example that I love Every myself, day. they can love themselves. Mm -hmm. I know how you feel about children. Mm -hmm. But I want them to know... Cause Nowadays, with everything that we got going on, it's really easy for someone to use tools about yourself against you, mm -hmm. where they could say, "Oh, you don't like this about yourself." So right. no, I like this about myself. Yeah. So that's what I've been that's doing. Good. I like she was saying, like my niece and nephew and my parents, like just proving, like uh, we have conversations, like my, me and my parents, all the time about things that they wish they would have done different raising us, and I think they did a great job. Mm -hmm. At least on me, because I mean, look at me, <laughs> I'm amazing. But um, really showing them, like you did, you raised a you know semi-successful young woman, and I'm going to continue to do bigger and better things. Um, so just proving that every day, showing my niece and nephew you don't have to, you know, relationships are hard, but you don't have to be in a relationship. You can be, you know, in a relationship. You could be married. You can be single. Mm -hmm. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. Um, Do everything like for yeah, yourself. Yeah. yeah, and especially for my niece, um, being, you know, a young woman who is working. I have my own place. I have, you know, um, my friends, and I'm still happy, and you know, yeah. just because I'm not in a relationship right now, at the moment, like, yeah. I'm still okay. I'm still who I am. Yeah, you know, yeah. it doesn't define me. Um, so those are my kind of reasons for getting up and, you know. Well, I'm going to be raw. If I didn't have my kids, I would not be here. I'll tell you guys that much. They're my motivation. Um, they're the reason why I wake up every morning um, and choose to try to find, again, like Maya said, something good about myself, something that, not so much physically, uh, because I know that there's a lot that is not cute with me, but I am cute, if that makes any sense. <laughs> um, but it just my kids, being here for my boys, because, again, I have all boys. I'm raising all boys, and I'm trying to teach them how to be men and be respectful and um, be independent, learn how to cook and clean and all of that. Because, you know, they might find a woman who, who has that mindset, I don't need to cook. I don't need to clean because I work. Or Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so my point, if, like I said, I'm being raw and real. If I did not have my children... I don't know where I would be in life right now. So my motivation is knowing that I have kids that need me and um, and I need them. So that's that's the reason why I wake up every morning. And I, besides the fact that the universe and our creator gives me another chance at life, but in terms of my motivation, it's my boys. If I didn't have them, I, in reality, I don't know if and where I would still be here. How about you? What's your motivation? Wow, me. Yes, you. <laughs> uh, I will start by saying that, you know, I aspire to inspire. Uh, I serve and legacy. I wake up every morning to, like, really build a legacy. Even though I don't have kids yet, mm -hmm. I already have stuff set up for my child, for my children. Mm -hmm. You know, my first child already has, an, um, what you call it, um, not a bank account, but a... You have an IRA. CD? Uh, uh, an IRA account. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's not because I don't have children yet, but one yeah. day I still do aspire to have children. So let me have this now because I don't yeah. know what that might be in so you 18 can transfer years. Over right. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think about stuff like that. And when I come to like inspiring people, the best conversations, the best things I've ever getting, get, getting 
have gotten from people mm-hmm. have been a time like, man, you inspired me to do something else. Mm-hmm. You inspired me to change. I inspired my little cousin to go to college and follow me. Now Aww. his life is plush. Like, it is blush. Like, he's married with two kids. He's making mm-hmm. good money. He is happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was a choice of, like, I'm just going to go to Fresno State with my cousin. Because mm-hmm. we all... We, we don't know what's going. We just trying yeah. stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We're just trying. But it's either that or stay in the hood. Yeah. But now look at it now. He, mm-hmm. he once told me, he said, "Cuddy, like, I thank you." He sent mm-hmm. me a text. It's like, man, I don't know what my life would be if I didn't have, if I did not make that choice with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm also, I feel like we are here just to serve others. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like, going to bring us to a topic that I've been wanting to do, and it's going to be to close it out. Okay. Um. I wanted to bring out Man Crush Monthlies, but for your case, it could be Main Crush Monthly, and you can use a fictional character, you can use a celebrity, an author, doesn't matter. Who is your Main Crush Monthly? Monthly, does it change every month? It can change any month. Supposed to, but we've done like one time. But it didn't end up getting put in the episode. So my crush right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, who's your main right now? Doesn't matter if they're dead or alive, married, unmarried, doesn't matter. I'm going to think of a celebrity. I'm trying to. Uh, I think people need to know me, so. Uh, Ay, Dios. I, <laughs> I, uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, that's tough. Uh, mine, I can't say. Yeah. I don't know. Girl, we told you to pick somebody. Look, I don't. If you can't name the real one, just pick. The second oh, so I can say mine, huh? Yes, you can say yeah. yours. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Email, make it in right no, we ain't had to cut the whole part out. I'm saying oh. this master's degree, because that's a lot of what my folks are going to right now. Nah, that's, that's a subject. It has to be a physical, physical thing. It has to be either a character, so it can be animated or a live action yeah, character. It don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. That's yours? No. Um, UK. Halle Berry. Could be any one of Halle Berry's. It could be Angela Bassett. Well, any role that she's played. Catwoman. She's played. uh, She was in the Flintstones. It could be any one of the roles that she's played. It could be. Selma Hayek. Charlize Theron. Victoria Monet. Her album is pretty. Fire. Her album's pretty fire, so I'm that just going to say that to, you know. And yours? Because we're closing it off with that. She's going to go. You know, my boy. Since she's cut it out last time. Yes. You know, my boy. That my friend is going to hook me up with next time he sees him. Who? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, God. Say it louder. So that I thought that was yours. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. I claimed it first. I had a hard time picking this because it changes every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, one, but I can't ever say it, so I have to make up one Jason Momoa for right now. Ah, nice. I, I really, really like his um, persona. I'm not just like, oh, he's attractive. No, I at first did not like the whole beard situation. I think they're separated. They're working on the divorce. But I, I think his persona is really dope. So, <laughs> you next. He's like Karin Leon. Oh, right. But for people who don't know who he is. He's a Mexican singer. Oh, yeah. For purposes, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at fly underscore and underscore seductive. It's funny. I know. But follow me. <laughs> on TikTok, Twitter, official T-Roy. Um, T-Roy is the brand, but T-Roy is also the real name. So currently I am um, at the University of Florida getting my master's, my MFA in acting. Um which is all paid for. So if you want to be an actor, go get your master's. It is paid for. Most schools pay for it. Believe me, they do. I wouldn't be there either. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's currently what I do. I worked in LA for six years. I've been in projects here and there. I've done a lot of stuff on the internet, YouTube stuff, um, stuff that's over a million views. The biggest thing I think I've done is work with JLo on a music video. I've also uh, did a Super Bowl commercial. Didn't make no money though, so does it really matter? I don't know. But, but you um, were there and you found yourself out there. I was there. 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 Manifestation is real. I used to yes. J Lo used to be my biggest crush. I used to always want to work with her. So given having the opportunity to do so, and she hit me in the face and she said, "I'm sorry, baby." I said, "Baby, you, <laughs> you, you know, know what I'm saying." Time. You know what I'm saying. But um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, I do want to say this just to, you know, um, rest in peace to my mom, who I recently lost last year. Um, I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, so now my work continues 
and shows her what she did for me in my life. Recipes to my grandma who raised me. My light will always shine through from her. And, um, yeah, that is me. Um, but, yeah, you can also follow me on IMDb, T-Roy Roberts. Yes. All right, so thank you, everybody. We've got about a minute left. Um, hopefully, T-Roy can join us next time. Hopefully, we'll be able to discuss the writer strike since you are in the acting field. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, um, Yes, so we have about one minute. Peace out, everybody. Remember, there's only one you. Adios. Bye. Bye.